jingle, 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 jingle. Oh, we don't need all that. Jingle. <laughs> Happy holidays, like that. Sure. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network, the show where we tell you about our crappy comic book collection. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, this is our holiday-themed episode. Did we do a holiday theme last year? I don't think so. But no, I think there was. Wasn't there like... There was, but I feel like we did it just as like at a random time. Well, there was the Guy Gardner one. one. There was a Guy Gardner one that we did was a holiday theme, but I can't remember. I have to go back and look. I don't know if we did. I mean, I could go back and look. Yeah, but this is our holiday episode. This is officially holiday themed. Because it'll come out on Tuesday. Yes. And Christmas is Friday. Yes. Uh, So this is our holiday episode. Yep. All right. So we actually, uh, I actually bought a digital comic. Christmas themed. Christmas-themed digital comic for you, the listeners. Right? Yes. I did that. I know. Because I was like... Because you care. Because I care. Because Marvel does ha- doesn't have shit. They really don't have a lot of Christmas stuff. DC's got like a million... Mar- yeah, and DC will just like release them at like any time of the year. They're like, July? Here's a Christmas book. So the first one we're going to read uh, is our DC book. It's our... It's Captain Adam yep. uh, Series 2? Volume two. It's the you know the Nathaniel Adams one. Mm-hmm. It's the one that you know when he came back. It's the eighties one. So you know it's not something because it was Captain Adam from Charlton. So we're not doing right. that. No. So anyway, no. so Captain Adam uh, number thirteen from March nineteen eighty eight, which is a Christmas themed episode, yes. a Christmas themed book. It's like they're always late, so you always get these. Christmas or maybe this books. was maybe this was released. Uh, I don't know because I always feel like. Like wrestling magazines, they're always dated, but like it's they're dated a certain way. No, I think comics that's the month that came out in, and then this was probably supposed to be the Christmas one, and someone was late, or the art was late, or blah 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 blah. blah so it got released in March. Just that's the way it happened. Yeah. So. So uh, yeah, but then DC's co- really shitty about keeping their deadlines. Apparently. DC has problems. They really do. Anyways, so they on the go co- back years. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, on the cover, um, uh, Captain Adam. In a Santa hat. In a Santa hat, mm-hmm. being held by men. Well, drinking a beer. Drinking a beer. Holding a, a beer. He's having a beer. Everybody's like, hooray! Like, yeah, so, Captain Adam, you're great. Hooray for Christmas. Yay, Christmas. Uh, it's not as cheerful as you think. Nope, this book's not cheerful at all. So, uh, Captain Adam is starting off with, uh, he is, um... Throwing his military ID in the cr- in the water, but like in a creek, and like a little like shallow one, so it's still like sticking out. Yeah, so people are still gonna find it. Yeah, that that's not good. It's not like throwing it in the ocean. That's not really committing to throwing something. In yeah, the I think he wants to get it back. Yeah, but, you know he which somehow like is, if you commit, you throw that shit in the ocean, or a very or, deep, lake. or you do something with it so nobody you can burn find it. it. Yeah, you don't just go like, eh, I'm gonna throw it in. Three centimeters of water. I'm gonna throw it in this. Walk away. I'm gonna throw it in this drinking fountain. I'm gonna throw it in this puddle in the street, in a pothole. Yeah. But uh, that's what he does. So, and I guess like, so his name is Cameron Scott. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on here. Because he has a civilian ID identity as Cameron Scott. Sure. But he's still Captain Adam. 
Like he still could turn into Captain Adam. Uh-huh. Apparently, and this is something I'm just noticing here. He's uh, white hair. He's white hair, but he's 29 years old. I know. That's I don't get. That's what I'm trying to figure out. All the both dudes in this book, and maybe it's because of what happened to them, have white hair. Well, they have white hair, but they're like it's like but they're like super young. <laughs> super young, and apparently it's like everybody's Are like they both. Maybe they're albinos. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, maybe I don't know. Or maybe they just went. Really, really gray, really, really young. Yeah. Oh, could you have anybody drink? Oh, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, was, I was asking. Gesticulating wildly. Guys, this is, this is this is good podcasting. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I thought you were trying to like. I thought there was a bug on me. I was like, what the? There's hell? a bug as a, as a, in the shape of a drink. <laughs> I don't understand what you're doing. <sighs> yep. Okay. So he. uh Okay, so Captain Adam, he's, he's, so he's kind of thinking, he's just sitting there and he's thinking about living his life. Thinking about his life. Thinking about his life, and basically this is right around the time in the series when... Uh, he quit his job. He quit his job, you know, as Captain Adam, because basically, cause basically he's talking about Major Force. Yeah. Because Major Force, you know, for who we know, he's uh, basically like... Um, he was also subjected to the same like quantum field experiments as Captain Adam was, and he survived. But Major Force, the guy that's you know Major Force, is just complete fucking wacko, right? And you know basically he kind of you know the government tried to pass him off as being cool, but we all know that he not he's not, and he's a piece of shit. And yes. basically there is big points of contention. Yeah, and Captain Adam was just like, I'm tired of being the government stooge, walking off this job, or whatever. Yeah. So, that's what he's having, he's having to think, as he's standing on, like, a nice little bridge above his three centimeters of water, uh, and it's snowing. Yeah, so he's, he's pissed off, and, like, General Eiling, who we get to meet later, you know, we can see later, is, uh, you know, basically the, you know, the stooge, the guy behind it, and... You know, it's just it's just it's just a big sordid affair. Yeah. Um, it's, a I have, of, it's a lot of drama going on. There's a lot of there's not here's the thing too is like the thing, about drama. And the thing too is with the major force stuff, it's like I have like the annual that they're talking about in here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just basically like major force just turns into like a just a, a, just a piece of shit vigilante. And he goes on to he's the one that killed Kyle Rayner's girlfriend and put her in the fridge. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's Good his name. that's his claim to fame. Good job. Um, and you know he's been in, he's been featured in a bunch of other stuff that's just like he's just the biggest piece of horse shit. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, so what are we doing here? So he. So anyways, so Captain Adam is like, well, it's over. It's over. I'm burning off my uniform. Yeah, he wears. He puts on his uniform just to burn it off. Yeah, he's like, good thing the snow makes it zero visibility. No one will be able to see me burn my well, uniform well, off. Why? Why? Because you're. We mean nobody. Who's who's see, who's looking in this direction? You're like in like a random bridge in Colorado or something. Something like in the middle of nowhere. But like, I like that he throws his ID in like three centimeters of water and then he burns his uniform. Why did you just put it in like, his why ID? Didn't you just keep it in your pocket. Could have burned it. <laughs> Because you have quantum fire coming yeah, out of your body. It would have been fine. You could have just burned it all. I mean, shit, you burned all the buttons off that shit with no problems. Yeah, yeah but so whatever. So, so he, he, like, flies off. He flies off, and then we kind of... We go to Major Force, I think. No, no, this is Captain, uh, Major, uh, Captain Eiling. Oh, okay. Because this is who we spend all this time with. That's I was trying to figure that out. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Okay. This is Eiling. All right. And he's burning a newspaper, which I like. I like the newspaper. It's like, you know, it's one of those, like, headlines that just is convenient enough... 
Yes. For uh, you know, for the guy, yeah. for, for that for the story. Yeah. And uh, it's like Cap Adam tells Mage Force to pack it in. Yeah. Because they couldn't fit the whole thing in there, so they're yes. like, because you know, real newspapers have to do is they abbreviate, like. Yeah, you just have to rewrite that headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, no one would be like, no. He's like, he's like, he's like you know, because I think he lives in D.C., you know, and so it's like D.C. newspaper is just like, meh. Yeah, no. You know, Prez Obama runs country into ground. Growl. Growl, or whatever they <laughs> yeah, no, say. You would have to rewrite that headline. Prez Clinton caught with sex. <laughs> Question mark? Question of sex? But, yeah, no, you, you'd you have to rewrite it. Because, I mean, yeah, there is a certain limited amount of space, but you don't get away with shit like that uh, on the front page of any newspaper. Yeah, so now we have Captain Eiling doing a, doing a thing. He's also about. having a, a flashback thing, much like Adam just did. Uh, and he's thinking about Major Force and about how Major Force is basically just like a basically, crazy Basically person. how he really wanted Major Force and Captain Adam to be like best buds as there's like it's funny because there's this drawing where they're kind of like <laughs> where they're like buddies. They're kind of, it's a very like it's a very whole it's like I'll have to take a, I'll have to take a picture of this it's kind of I just noticed this is like just very like it's very homoerotic. Well it's just weird it's just like well, he's, it's, because I mean like Major Force is like eight people wide <laughs> and then he's Captain, like the rock. Yeah and then Captain Adam is standing in front of him but like Sideways and like looking over his shoulder, it's 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 very weird. It's, it's kind of like, it's like a picture that you would like. It's an engagement photo yeah. for like somebody who's really bad at posing engagement photos. That's a good point. It also could be uh, the album cover to like a soft rock album, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the eighties, yeah. like you know, like Adam and Force, and it's just like, yeah. you know, they have a hot hit. It's just nothing but Peter Cetera covers. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, you know, because actually, Peter Cetera considered this. <laughs> he did. You know, he was because like, there was gonna be Captain Adam. It was Peter. a Hall and Oates cover at one point. Captain, I just imagine Major Force with a giant mustache. Yeah, I'm also imagining Peter Cetera's being like. You know, like Pierce Otero playing Captain Adam in a movie. Sure. So I think he could have pulled it off. Kind of looks like him. Sure, why not? You know, I actually, that, that, you imagine if that was a movie in the 80s. It's like Captain Adam starring Peter Cetera. <laughs> or, but it's, but it's, or maybe it's like, um, but this, well, no. He, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, crazy shit happened in the 80s, so I, I would believe that it would happen. Yeah, Richard Marks. I mean, Dice you know? had a fucking movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that, yeah. The Mar- yeah, Richard Marks would be in it. Man, this would be good. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of thinking. Don Henley is Don Henley in it. Don Henley's in it. <laughs> uh, fucking who else? Uh, Kenny Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, maybe some Rod Stewart in there. Oh, Rod Stewart. Oh, this is gonna be like the Three Musketeers, but it's Captain Adam. <laughs> All for Love, Sting, and fucking Brian Adams. Oh, you know what? Um, this should surprise absolutely nobody, but I have a love of really bad music. Uh, and that song is probably up there on one of the worst of the best, or best of the worst. Yeah. I love that song. It's not good. No. It's one of those ones where it's like, I forgot, I forgot, I, forgot, I think the video's weird too. Oh, it is, it is. It's like all four it, of them on stage, and then there's also... Well, four of them. I mean, three. It's, it's, it's Sting, Brian Adams, and uh, Rod Stewart. Isn't there a fourth guy? I don't know. All right, well, at least all those three guys are on stage. We'll have to watch that after we're over here. Because I think it's like they give, they give him they give Sting shit for showing up late or something. I don't remember There's, like, dialogue that. in it. It's like oh, a, at the beginning? I don't remember that part. It's, one of, it's remember, one of those talking videos. Oh, see, I don't remember the talking part. I just remember all of them on stage, and then there's, like, clips of whatever movie it is. Like, it's the Three Musketeers. Yeah. 
and her. Or no, wait, was it was it? Uh, no, no, no. No, it's, it's not the Three Musketeers. It's something else. No, no, it was Three Musketeers because it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Brian Adams did all whatever some stupid song for Robin Hood. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but then which they, is a great song. But too. then Brian Adams was like, I need like we're doing Three Musketeers, and I need to get like my bros. Yeah, get my singing bros. Oh, I, I know what I'm talking about. I know you do. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, I'm just looking. <laughs> just looking. This is what you guys come to for this podcast. You're probably right. like, I, I really hope there's a review inside in the in the, in the section in the comments where it's just like, stop talking about bullshit. It's like you know, I came to this podcast to hear about comic reviews and how bad they are, and I talked about Rod Stewart for 20 minutes <laughs> and how he should be playing Captain Adam, and I was like, I don't understand. I don't even know who that is. I'm 12. <laughs> Why are these two fucking old people insist on talking about comics? Yep, there it is. That was right. Adams. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just okay. Well, we're not gonna we'll watch it later. Oh boy, I can't wait. We'll watch it later. I can't wait. This is something to look forward to, babe. Yay! So keep our Sunday Sunday <laughs> afternoons lively. <laughs> this is what we do with our time. Hey, Sean, what did you do this week? I watched the watch the fifteen year old video with my wife and with Rod Stewart in it. <laughs> Uh, Drink some cold brew coffee. After attending a wrestling match the night before. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, we went to the Forum. We did. Black Sabbath is playing there. That's a good time. I'm not going to that, though. Okay. Guys, you want to know my calendar for the next <laughs> year? So, guys, you know what I'm doing on Sunday, next weekend? I'm going, I'm going to a doctor's appointment. And then uh, <laughs> and then I have to go to Target. Okay. Um, so, anyways, anyway, Major Force. Major Force. Uh, and their engagement photo. Their engagement photo and bullshit. Whatever. And so he's like... This general guy, Wade, Wade is in, Wade Island. He's like in a cabin for Christmas with his dad. His dad, who I will say, I when I first read this, and I the second time I read this, yeah. just just now, yeah, I couldn't tell who the fuck was who. Neither could I because they look the same. Because he's like dad, and I'm like, but you're both old, dude. You're both like every every man in this fucking comic except one has white hair. But they're also not just not only that they're. They're old as shit. Yes. But I, I thought Captain I mean, Adam was really old. No, he's only 29 years old, even though he's got white hair. So it, it's a... Uh, granted, he was frozen in well, time. I know. Yeah, but still. I know. We, we get to that. But, like, so... Everyone, like... General Wade's, like, old as fuck. And his dad is still alive. Being, that's all it is. Sometimes you have old dads. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, whatever. Like, my grandmother was 93, for fuck's sake. But, like, yeah, it happens. Well, okay, but here's the thing. So, there's... So, so anyway, so Captain Adam's, like... Well, we'll get... Actually, no, we'll, no, we'll, we'll cover so, yeah, so, Wade is up at, like, a cabin with his dad or whatever. And he's got these two kids. Because he's their stepfather, right? Yeah. The two kids. The Randall and Peggy. Randall and Peggy. Okay. And so he's got whatever, and they're up at this cabin for Christmas, and the dad is like, hey, how about you don't do as much, like, work stuff, because it's supposed to be a holiday. Uh-huh. And he's like, I will do whatever I want to do. Basically. I'm a general. I'm a general. <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, I'm a general. He's basically, what he is, he is the gen- the gym coach from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, he looks like the yeah, but he has white hair. Except he has white hair. He's, he's like he's when gym. that guy gets old. He's General Buzzcut. Yeah, or got kick, Mr. Buzzcut. That's kick the guy, that's me the guy in saying. the gym. <laughs> Just don't tell me what to do. And like that's basically what's going on in this book. So, Captain Adam. <laughs> Captain Adam. So back to Captain Adam at home wearing clothes. Uh, he's very sad. He's very sad because he's looking at his bills, and he's also looking at his Charlie Brown Christmas tree, which is like. <laughs> 
it's like this piece of, it's a very small Christmas tree sitting on a table which is fine Captain Madam is granted he's got a pretty big house yeah big he, place and he's got well, he's got all sorts of shit. He's got chips on the floor. You see the bag of chips? Yeah. He's living like he's living like a hobo. Well, he's, or like, he's, a, he's a young bachelor. He's a young, white haired bachelor. Youngish bachelor just living like a like a crazy man. Those yeah. Bags living of like, chips. like a 16-year-old. Okay, so, so again, this is the second week in a row where we talk about the decor of the superhero home. Well, they're important. Yeah, you know, we looked at we talked about uh, you know, uh Gene Loring's home the other yeah, day. Yeah, we did. This one, uh so he's got like Pretty high ceiling. Yeah, oh yeah. In this place, he's got bags of chips on the floor, uh, beer cans. Yeah, he's also holding a Coca Cola can. But you all, oh no, these, okay, so, the, no, these are Coke cans. Okay, yeah, right, all yeah. you see is the law because well, obviously they can't draw it. Right, and he is, uh, and he's got like what looks to be a. Oh no, it's a lamp. Is that a uh, lamp? Can you see that? Sorry, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard. I think it's. Oh yeah, it's a lamp. It's a lamp. Could be a fondue pot. Not sure. A hanging fondue pot. Hanging fondue pot. And then he's got like a giant bookshelf. Yeah, oh yeah. But like the books are really high. Yeah. You like, see that? Yeah, you'd need a ladder to get to those books. That's how fucking high they are. I mean, granted, he could fly because he's Captain Adam. Sure, but... But why would you... Who did they build this for? I don't know. <laughs> why is it... It's a very... And he's, so he's Does like... Does he live in superhero arms? Is that the apartment complex that he lives in? Where it's just like... <laughs> like did you imagine so... so they're so all say, high because they assume everyone can fly. So like, you know, what's his face? Like, uh, Booster Gold walks, he's moving in, and he's like... <laughs> he's like... He's like, well, Mister 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 Gold, uh, we have high bookshelves and uh, fondue pot, and then we have like in the kitchen we have uh, random uh, cans underneath. <laughs> oh, this is great! Thanks. This is great. I think I think I'm gonna like it here. I like how most uh, apartments where dude superheroes live, they have cans all over the place. Because remember when we went oh, to Guy, Guy Gardner. Gardner's apartment? Well, Guy Garner's just a monster. Yeah, I forget. Actually, Guy Garner's just a Fucking monster. He make it makes total sense that he lives in squalor. Like I'm not like to be I mean like I'm not completely shocked by him. You live in squalor, this is a surprise. Just it like he's got I mean look at him, he's got a bowl cut for crying this out loud. He went through the eighties with a bowl cut for the most part. You know, he's probably just like whatever, you know, if I pop a squat on the ground it happens. It does. You know, and it does, and here's my dude magazine, I'm gonna look at it. And, you know, I can't reach the toilet, so I'll just do it right here. You know, and, uh, you know, here's a bag of chips. My life is set. Yeah. But Captain Adam a little bit cleaner. Captain Adam a little bit cleaner. Can't pay his bills. Throws his checkbook away. And he's He's, like. He's just sad. He's like, I'm going to be. I need another job. And now I'm sad. And He's like, I should count my blessings. But I don't got anybody to count them with. And Um, He's talking about Peggy and Randy. That's. I don't understand how. I think those are his kids. But how is that possible? Has he been frozen in time? I don't know. This, I should have did my research ahead of time, but yeah. I think they're somehow related to him because uh, the kids... That's what I was trying to figure out. ...are stepkids to... Yes. Eiling. Yes. But if he... Because he mentions later that he has been frozen in time since the 60s. Right. So how are those kids his kids? It is the 80s. Maybe they were his kids. Unless he got unfrozen kids are, 13 years ago, met a lady, fucked a lady, had a bunch of kids, and now he's like, now I am sad because I'm alone in this century, Well, this maybe decade. they were young kids, and now they're, because the kids are older, you know. But if he got frozen in the late 60s. Well. I mean, maybe, the, I mean, if they're a teenager, maybe. Should I, do I need to look this up? I don't so know. So we can continue. If you want to, yeah. Not really. I mean, we don't have to. We can just speculate. Guys. 
You know, tell us. Guys, how, how are we supposed to give you the right kind of... Uh, <laughs> if you know, which you probably do, just let us know. If you uh, know. If not, eh, Wikipedia. If you care. If you care, that's the problem. We don't care. Anyways. So then we cut to some dude uh, in a payphone. Yeah, wait, he's got a name. Oh, well. It's like Charles or Clark's or... Clark Kent. No. Uh, let me just find a say real quick. So, so, uh, Chester. Chester. Chester King. Chester King. Yeah, and he's on the phone with his girlfriend who is waiting for him at home in nothing but lingerie because that's what women do in comics. They just wait around for dudes wearing nothing but negligee. She says, love you, but she even she spells it wrong. Yeah, L-U-V. L-U-V. It's like she's texting. Like verbal texting. <laughs> she can't even speak correctly. Is verbal texting just speaking? Yes. <laughs> I'm verbally texting you. Yeah. Uh, so, so she's like, she's he, like, come she's, home, honey. And he's he's like, like, I can't. I got a job. And she's like, oh my god, I don't want you to be late on Christmas Eve. And he's like, I promise, don't worry about it, it's going to be worth it. So then, like, like, I'm so sexy at home. I'll keep you yeah, in that warm. I'm just going to be like, waiting for you and nothing but lingerie. It's fucking cold, bitch, it's snowing. Put on a robe. <laughs> bitch, it's snowing, put on a robe. The Jen, <laughs> the Jen Stansfield Christmas album. Pretty much. <laughs> can, I, can I just, just can it just be a picture of you sitting at the table very angrily just drinking out of a Christmas mug? Yes. This bitch is cold. Put on a mug. Put on, put on a <laughs> put on a mug. Put on a mug. <laughs> bitch, it's cold. That's my. That's just my album. <laughs> just bitch, it's cold. <laughs> it's just me, like wrapped up in blankets, angrily drinking out of a Christmas mug. <laughs> you just you can open up for uh, you know like. Everybody? Everybody. You can open up for Ron Stewart yeah. as Captain Adam at his Christmas concert. Who else is opening for Ron Stewart these days? Nobody. Obviously, it needs to be Obviously, he needs a top-notch act. You need a top-notch act. You need Jen Stansfield and her comedy stylings from Pitch's Cold. <laughs> so, he hangs up with, with the cold girl, and he calls... I don't know. So he calls his boss. Generic, uh, angry. He calls CEO Chester Mc, he, he calls. He calls business McEvil. Yeah, business and, McEvil. And he's telling basically this guy's basically like, "Hey, I'll just do the cliff notes. Hey, burn down my shitty building, and I can make lots of money. And I know you're like a guy that knows how to burn down shitty buildings and blame them on other people. So uh, do it for me. Do and it, and I'll give you a lot of money so you can take your sexy girlfriend, wife, or whatever she is." To the Bahamas for Christmas. He's like, yeah, good idea. Right. So now we go back, and now we're back at the rat cabin with Eiling and Old Man Eiling. <laughs> uh, old Man Eiling and Older Man Eiling. Older Man Eiling. And they're with their kids who are playing outside in the snow. Well, they are teenagers, so maybe they are Captain Adam's I kids. guess they're teenagers. They seem like they're like 20. It's hard to tell because everybody looks like kind of the same age, but they're not. Yeah, the only thing that changes is the hair color. Yeah, they're like so Ken dolls, but with like different colored it really, hair. It's like it, they're like Lego figurines, and they just like pop on new <laughs> hairstyles because they pretty much look the same. So you know they're outside in the snow, and then old man. So Eiling. Oh yeah, regular Eiling. Regular Eiling's on the phone, and like. The old is this the old man? So regular Eileen's on phone, old man who kind of looks like Captain Adam here. He does. That's the thing. I thought he was the son because he also looks like the son at the end of the book. Right. So not Captain Adam, just like son, son. And so he's like, son, like there's kids are playing outside, and he's like, I'm busy. I I need privacy. I'm talking about classified shit, and his dad's like, ah, yeah. And he's like, get out, get the fuck out of the room. So his dad like stomps off. 
So then Captain Adam now looking just like the same guys in the three. It literally they, they look, look the same. same exactly. Like they're even wearing the same color clothes. So here's the thing though. So he's talking about Peggy and Randy who are the kids. Yeah. And he's like they're still wearing Colorado Rockies. Oh hey, that's where you're from. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're with Eileen and his old man who could tell who could tell them apart. Nobody. Um uh, but he's like, yeah, I have nobody. I'm just having a sad walk through the city at Christmas time, thinking about how I don't really fit in this decade. And like, or is that just how everybody feels in the '80s that they just don't fit into this decade? I'm like, I, I he's trying to be all like, you know, existential or whatever. But it's kind of like, dude, you don't choose the times in which you're born. Yeah. It is what it is. Like this is how you live your life. Sorry. Like I, I don't know. I never felt displaced in the eighties, but I was also a child. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe everybody felt that way except kids. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. So uh, so anyways, so uh Chester breaks into that building. Chester breaks into the building, basically sets like a firebomb. Yep. And you know, he's the whole there's a lot. But he also before he does that, he gives a bum money. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. It's very important. He gives Bubba... Bubba the bum. Bubba the bum money. And he even gives him a tip. He's like, hey, man, you know, you give a... Give a, give me a dollar, you know, he's because the guy's like, you know, hey, you got a quarter? And he's like, you know, ask for more money, get a dollar. And he's like, here's a dollar. And he's yeah. like, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. You know. So, anyway, uh, before he did that, he met Bubba, and now he sets this bomb. So then he leaves. And Bubba is, like, squatting in a building with his buddies or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, like, having bum Christmas. Yeah, they're having a bum Christmas. And and so then, instead of going home, which he was supposed to do, this Chester guy, he was like, I'm on my way home. He decides to stop at a bar and, like, spend all the money he was going to spend on his chick's uh, plane fare, like, buying drinks for everybody at the bar that he doesn't, like, and he doesn't know anybody there. Yeah. And, of course, Captain Adam just happens to be there having a sad beer. Yeah, he's drinking a beer. I'm assuming he's drinking, like, Coors or something. If you're having a sad beer. He's having a bad... He's having a sad Strohs. Yeah. Because he's, like, so there... And and he's, like, he's just, like, having a really, like, one of those, like, things where it's, like, man, you know, I haven't been to a bar since since the 60s, but now I'm here. Everything's so different. Am I an alien? Nobody knows me. I'm a hero, but I'm sad. Yeah, he's like, everything's so different now in this decade. And you're like, mm, the fashions might have changed, but like going to a bar is pretty much the fucking same no matter when it was. <laughs> you know, yeah. there might be women there depending on when. Uh, but other than that, that's uh, kind of the same. So now we go to back to the Eilings and Old Man Eiling. Of course. Is telling the story about him being in a war. The, the war. The war. The big war. Flying a goddamn biplane. By yeah, because yeah, that's, how, that's how they did back then. I apparently. guess. That's a sure. war plane. Yeah. And basically, he's talking about... It's like about, a Snoopy cartoon. Oh, no, this exactly is like a Snoopy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's exactly even got like, like the red... Uh, the red baron. Except it's not uh, a biplane. That one's a triplane. It has three wings. Right. Yeah. Anyways, so this is... Um, is it, actually, this is kind of like the... The, the moral. The moral part is kind of... So basically, if you've ever heard the, the the Snoopy Christmas one, where it's like Jane, you know, Christmas bells, oh Christmas bells, you know that song, yeah, yeah. Um, which is I love that song. I love the I love that about Snoopy and how the you know the Baron doesn't kill him, right? You know, yeah, because his plane is is uh, damaged or whatever. He's like oh, no, leaking well, fuel. Well, in here he's leaking fuel. Well, okay, so basically it's the, the same thing. It's the same story where you know uh, Old Man Eiling is talking about. He's telling the kids who again. I can't tell how 
Well, no idea how old. Because here's the thing. It's the 80s. So they every, could be teenagers. Maybe if they were born in the very late 60s. But they're like, I don't know. It's just weird because they look, I don't know. They look young enough. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're early 20s. I don't know. Whatever. They're kids. Everybody's drawn very weird in this book. It's hard to tell who's what. Uh, so anyway, like he's like talking about how he's flying and he sees this guy and he's, his plane like was leaking fuel and then he gets into this like, you know, fire fight kind of where they're well, like not, chasing not, each other around the, the sky. Let, 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 let me say, the, it's not just Eddie Guy, it's Hans von Hammer. Well, it's like the Red Baron. Well, he's known as, he's in DC Comics, he's known as the enemy ace. He's oh, an actual character. Okay. I just you thought know. it was the Red Baron. Well, no, no, this is enemy ace who's like, I was see. known as like the best German fighter pilot, like, ever. Okay. But he kind of, like, had a, you know, like, because he, he had his own series and he had right, his right. own stories and stuff back you in the 60s and that, 70s. Um, fuck. You know what? that there's, like, the the old DC, like, fighting fighter pilot. Oh, yeah, no, no, he was, he was all, yeah, he was all, he was what are they he, called? I can't remember. Sergeant Rock? No. The, 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 the losers? No, they're, they're birds. They're, um... There's that woman who was in it. Oh, Blackhawks? No. Yes. No, he maybe he did. He probably did. He probably was a part of all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he's got many, I mean, he's got like, you know, trade paperbacks and shit. Okay. You know, so he's been a he's an actual character and like basically what happened was uh, the enemy ace spared this, uh, spared Old Bad Island because Mercy. Because he had a code. Because he had a code of not shooting on a plane that was damaged. Right, that was disabled. Disabled. Because so. it wouldn't be fair, it would just be murder. So he, like, you know, saluted him and, like, started to fly away. And the guy's like, and you know what I did after he saluted me? Well, I just pulled out, like, a regular old revolver and shot at him. <laughs> like, don't you have guns on your plane? Like, why don't you use, like, a, like well, literally, maybe, like, a maybe, handgun? Maybe, da- maybe it was damaged. I don't know. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he just shot him with a handgun. So, so what I did, you know, he passed by me. I threw, I threw a, a, sh- a shot, a slingshot at him. Threw a rock on him. This big rock. Threw a, threw, threw my lighter at him. You ever seen? I'm, I don't know if you've ever seen that one. What? There's Batman the animated series called Almost Got Him, which is like a bunch of villains sitting around a table playing poker, sharing stories about how they almost got Batman. And Killer Crocs is that he threw a rock at on it, or threw a rock at him, and everybody looks at him as like, "Was well, a big rock." <laughs> have you That's ever funny. seen that one? I haven't seen a lot of Batman the animated series. <sighs> I'm not going to spoil the ending of that one. Though. Oh no, you, you, I just know, I just, I, I see the ones that you watch, but I don't watch because a lot. They're of them. the best. I know they're the best. I know they're great. I just never, it was never Batman's Out My Bag as much. It's such a good show. I know it's a good show. And they make that car now. Yes. That car's fucking cool. Yeah, that car is pretty cool. Mm. It lights up and everything. Mm. <laughs> I, sure, I, sure, I want that car. I mother. really do, but I don't know what the fuck I would do with it. Like, where am I going to put it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. basically, Enemy uh, A spares him mercy, and he's and then the, the father, you know, Old Man Eiling's like, look, you know, it's bullshit that I was uh, spared from a code, by a code from an enemy, or by the code of an enemy, but... But you know what? What I did was wrong. And, like, it, there's, like, when at the end of the day, there's no scorecard. Like, the only thing that really matters is family. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, Eiling just gets fucking furious at his dad for daring to think that maybe he did the wrong thing during battle. Yeah. Uh, and telling the kids about it. And he was just like, <laughs> that's when he really looks 
like, um, uh, the buzz cut. Buzz cut. It was like, oh, like, because he's like, he goes off the old man. He's like, spout. You're spitting out his stogie, and he's like, putting it out on a cup of coffee, like stamping off because he's so mad. He's gonna go stand outside in the cold. Yeah, he's just so mad that somebody would ever question like what they did in battle or whatever, and tell the kids about it. And so then we're back at the bar. Back at the bar, Captain Adams like meh. And basically, uh, the building across the street starts on fire because uh, that guy. Ch- Chester King started on fire. And everybody, and some guy's like, oh, shit. But, you know, some guy runs in. And it's like, hey, the building's on fire. And there's, like, squatters in there. Yeah. And and th- that's when Chester was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't realize there were anybody. There was anybody in there. Here's what I like those people because basically Captain Adams sitting there like, hmm, I should do something. Uh, send the help. And people are like, what do we do? Uh like throw snowballs at the flames? What can we do? We're just regular people. I don't know. Call the fire department. That's well, they do that, but then they, do. but you know, but they're like, you know, I like somebody's like throw throw flames, and just as that's happening, out comes a flaming hobo. <laughs> yes, because this book has hobos on fire. It sure does. Like literally on fire. Yeah, no, like it's literally, and so like Chester takes off his coat and like smothers the guy, but oh, guess what? It's his friend Bubba. I guess, he says he's like, he's my friend. Yeah, you, I'm like, what's he, we just gave him some money. You, like, literally met him, like, two minutes ago. And, I mean, it's, you don't want anybody to die, especially a horrible burn death, because that is just not the way to go. But, like, ugh. And then, but, but, but now he's, it, like, it, it, he's it, feeling bad. He's, like, having moral issues about, like, what he just did, because he didn't mean to hurt anybody. He didn't mean to hurt anybody, he just meant to burn down a building. Yeah, that's all. Because an empty building. Empty building, you know. So it's because it's cool to build burn down stuff. Nobody's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine, whatever. So he's all sad, and he's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And then, of course, who shows up? But Captain Adam. Captain Adam, because there's like everybody's like, "Oh my god, there's more hobos in there. Let's go!" So we saved them, and thankfully, Captain Adam's like, "Here I am." And people, it's funny. People are like, "Hooray! Thank Lord for superheroes." Yeah. Like, you're like, do you really need to say that out no, loud? No, no one needs to say that out loud. Hooray for people with powers! Have you ever said, like, hooray seriously? No. I don't think I have either. Yeah, no, I've like, not. hooray! Like, maybe, like, joking, maybe, yeah, I think. Anyway, so Adam, Captain Adam's like, oh my god, it feels like the first time I've ever done this. This is, like, great, because I'm finally free. I'm not underneath the government's heel. And yeah. then so he like you Big know, government keep me down from saving lives, now I'm doing it. Yeah. Don't tread on me bros or whatever, like Sure. So as that's he, like, so, so he saves the hobos, but as that's happening. As that's happening. So so Eiling, uh, young man Eiling, is uh in the study burning his hand like fucking Out of, like, in the fire. In an like, open shoved flame. Shoved it into the like, fire. Like fucking just... Gary Busey and lethal <laughs> weapon. Just shoving his hand in the fire. It's like I'm a man, I'm tough. I, I was born. I was raised tough, you know, all that stuff. And you know, his dad it's like, comes. I'm in. Megan Fox in that one movie, burning my tongue with a lighter. What? Yeah, and like Jennifer's body. But she, she was dead. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about yeah, like you know, yeah. But she's not actually dead. <coughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so he's burning his hand, and uh, old man Eileen is like, here, let me fix it for you. Oh man, Alan, and he's like, look, you know, I wouldn't want you to make the same mistake. And he's like, he's like, you know what? Don't talk to, don't talk soft in front of my kids. Yeah, don't tell my kids that they should have feelings. Especially Randy, because he's a man. Yeah. 
And his father's like, okay. Make sure toxic masculinity runs through our entire family so it damages all of us irreparably. He's like, okay. And now he's telling us, like, put a smile back in your face. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, Basil Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no pussy. Fuck you. Uh, chest bump jumps into a tree. <laughs> Just a tree. Yeah. Anyways. Maybe he goes to fight the inflatable snowman. Maybe he does. Well, that's right. Because last night at the wrestling, Jen was very intense. Yeah, she's been talking about lately about fighting a, uh, an inflatable snowman. I just really have an overwhelming urge to punch one of those inflatable, like, lot of things. I just really want to fight one. And I know I would lose. That's probably the worst part. But, like, at wrestling, they had, like, a tree and an inflatable snowman. And I was like, oh, my God, please, somebody fucking get thrown into that snowman. And nobody did, and I was sad. So. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so, anyway, so the hobo, you know, they put out the fireman of there, put out the fire. And they're like, ah, we got everybody out but one. And then, somehow... Oh, they give him his coat back. They give him his coat back that has dead hobo burn skin <laughs> on it. I mean, it totally does. It does. It's probably melted to that hobo, and they like just pulled it off. And they're like, like, "Oh, we got all like gooey <laughs> and gross," and they're like, "You're having back." <laughs> like, no, thank you. You can take that with him. You know, you guys can do they something. They give him his coat back, and it's got like hobo bits stuck to it. <laughs> so gross. It's like pulling gum off the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> He's like, here you go. Have this. Here, you want your, you want your, do you want your uh, do you want, corpse, corpse laced jacket back? Do you want someone else's DNA? Here you go. You ever want to wear the skin of another man? <laughs> now you can. Because that's how, that's how you make those. You want to make a, you want to make a man skin coat. You gotta get, gotta get a hobo nice and crispy, and then put it on them. And just that's how, how they make them. How do you think them. London Fog earned their name? <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine anytime you see like a model picture, of, a like, guy in a trench coat, Henry Henry Cavill modeling London Fog or whatever. Yeah, you know, he's just, just like, wearing a hobo trench coat. And it just he, he just doesn't. It just says like underneath it's like. Hobo skin is underneath this, you know. It's It's like a horror movie under there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, this is not a good Christmas book. No, it's really sad. So, so then, like, of course, the this guy gets away with, you know, burning this place down, and then he walks away, and there's a, you know, Salvation Army Santa. I just forgot too. There's another part where somebody was like. Hey, those squatters in there. It's like, oh my god, those slobs. Like, somebody calls them <laughs> slobs. Because right. everybody's just like, fucking slobs, get them out of the fire. <laughs> Anyways, so he walks by to, like, by, like, the a, Salvation Army Santa, and he's like, here, and Salvation Army Santa's like, you just gave me $5,000. He's like, yeah. Did he give him, like, a check, or did you just give him, like, cash? I don't know. I'm assuming just cash. Like, did you really take a check for the He can sell one of the Bahamas, you... though. Yeah, but, like, I don't think you can get... A check for burning down a building. I think that has to be done in cash. Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. It just says on the bottom, <laughs> "Burn down building, hooray!" You know, just smiley face, like, smiley face on fire. You know? <laughs> Draw a little happy fire next to it. It's like a little emoji, fire emoji. smiley emoji, fire. fire, happy fire emoji. So yeah, <laughs> do they have one of those? I don't know, but it would be perfect for this. It was funny if, like, you know, like that's what he. If this was now, he could just send him like is 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 his guy. Yeah, he would PayPal this money and then just send him like a check or send him like his his employer 
bunch of fire, happy fire smile emojis. <laughs> to mean that it's done. To mean that it's done. It's like if I get three happy fire smile emojis, I'm. <laughs> it means it means the job is covered. Yep. And I'm a rich man. Everybody's rich. Hooray for Christmas! Anyways. Yay, Christmas! Anyways, so speaking of hooray, people are ta- uh, are. Yeah, Captain Adam goes Captain back Adam. to the bar dressed as Captain Adam, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you saved the day, Captain Adam. Hip, we're gonna hip, hooray! We're gonna pick you up on our shoulders." Which again, is that something that actually happens? Uh. Well, also, you know, I mean, and so they, they like put him down. He's also, first of all, though, I don't know if you want to be touching him because he is kind of like all quantum and silvery. It's like, oh, yeah, would but you isn't, be okay? doesn't that suit like keep all? I that mean, the suit in? keeps all of it in, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Know, I have to have my doubts. Yeah. So, anyway, he's, like, you know, he gets put down, and, of course, then somebody's, like, hey, super guy. <laughs> and he turns around, and so there's this blonde chick who I believe, if we read into one of the phone calls that Eiling had, where he says, yes, she's perfect for this operation, uh, okay. I'm assuming she's been sent by Eiling. Well, you're probably right. Yeah. And she's, like, hey, you know, so her, I so her think gig- we're the same Whatever. So she, no, she, no, she goes, oh, she's like, hey, we have a mutual uncle, in quotes, uptown who thought it might be a good idea if I sort of looked after you a while. And he's like, hey, it's a special night, Eve. Uh, not going to let anybody spoil this gubu, not even our uncle. So maybe he kind of knows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know. And she's, he's like, you want to get out of here? And she's like, I thought you'd never ask, or whatever. And, like, then they walk off holding hands because... Like, that's how you pick someone up at a bar, I guess. Back in the 80s. It's a different See, era. It's not that different, is it, Captain Adam? He's getting an atomic hand job. <laughs> so, Can you have sex with Captain Adam? Well, he could turn it to his regular self. Yeah, but if you don't even want to touch him, like, when he's in his suit, do you but really I'm saying want he could, he could, everywhere? Well, I mean, I don't... Does he? Can he? Yeah, he could. He's still got a regular dick. But isn't it an atomic dick, though? I don't know. It's like Fukushima down there. Fukushima? Wait, what's Fukushima? Isn't that the place where the earthquake fucked up? Wait, what? Japan? The reactor. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Hiroshima. No. Let me make sure that that is correct. Okay, yeah. Please please get your your Japanese disasters correct. Oh, I'm right. Fukushima. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, we're both... I read news. (laughs) Anyways, uh, that's it for Captain Adam uh, number. <laughs> Would you read the next one? Oh, well, yeah, that's a cat. That's for Captain Adam number thirteen. Number number thirteen. Captain Adam number thirteen, March nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, I would read the next one. I like Captain. I, I I I have. I'm kind of. He's kind of teetering on one of those series that I may seek out. Oh boy! Because it's one of those ones where you go to dollar bins and you just find like a shit. Ton of them because it's terrible because you got and you just find them and you're like ah eh, whatever I'll read it you know and there's stories and he's quantum this and I got I got I have quite I've actually have quite a few Captain Adams mm-hmm. so I have one with the Swamp Thing I got one with Retinado in it so I'm doing pretty good yeah would you read it probably not <laughs> <laughs> even if you want to find more about his quantum dick and mm. hobo skin coats I'm not really that interested in his quantum dick yeah yeah he was also kind of a Captain Adams kind of a Dick in a lot of things. Yeah. Like, he was... A, anytime that he shows up in, like, the DC animated well, shows... he's not as as fucking insane as fucking the Atom. No. He, no. That man was insane. No, Adam... And the Atom actually surprised me a lot. I was like, dude, you're a maniac. And, like, Captain Adam's just like, see, 80s, I'm having problems here, you yeah, know? Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like my bills and my chips on the floor and my high bookshelves. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Man. And granted, I don't care anything about fucking Eiling and his dad and shit. I'm like, can we just... Whatever. Can we just forget about Old that? and older Eiling. Spent 45 minutes talking about a fucking Captain, a- Captain uh, Adam book. Probably- we, we're, we're, we're doing the Lord's work. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> That's it for that's it for Captain Adam. Uh, we'll be back with our next one. All right, we're back here on Words Collection over here on Sideshow Network. Uh, hope you're still with us. <laughs> Everybody's. I don't. I you know I because I keep looking at the lengths of these episodes. Yeah, they like, just get longer. And they keep getting and longer, longer and longer because we just we, we're just so comfortable now as podcasters. Because you and I are just like we're just bullshitting and it's fun. Yeah. But you know, it's also like I'm like man, we just spent forty five minutes talking about Captain Adam, which I mean, we're talking about stuff. Like I feel we're being pertinent to the book. Yeah. You know, because that's what we do. So, uh, so this next one, it's uh, our second Christmas themed episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got this one because I hear here's the thing. So let's look over Marvel books that were Christmas themed, and or holiday themed in general. Holiday themed, yeah. And I was like, well. I don't know. I can't only, like, the only thing I could think of when we were talking about this was, like, Ben Grimm is Jewish and he keeps talking about, he talks about Hanukkah a lot. And I was like, Great, sure. do we have do one we of those have books? A, is there a Hanukkah book or something? I don't know. I just, I keep, I could not think of it. So, and they, they have holiday specials. So we could have did those. Could have did one of those. Um, you know, because DC has those too. But I just, they're like, one of, they're anthologies. So there's more than, like, one story in there. And it's just like, I don't typically care to do that so uh so anyways so here's uh a, one that i found a recommendation of of a very significant marvel uh issue it's uncanny x-men number 143 uh from march 1980 it is so this is i don't know if this is technically the worst well I mean, because it's actually, I have to say it's, it's actually kind of a good story it's actually a pretty good one it's actually pretty good um yeah. but you know it's, you know, it's... I mean, it's fine. I'm, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. There are some moments <laughs> in here. There is some stuff that goes down in here, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, what? Yeah. So, actually, I think we can get through this one pretty good. Um, yeah. So, anyway, start off, it's... Uh, the cover is Merry Christmas, X-Men, and it's uh, Shadowcat on the cover, and she's being... Oh, it's Kitty Pride. Well, Kitty Pride, Shadowcat. That's oh. her name. Um, she only went by Kitty Pride. I don't she goes know by anything both. about the X Men. She goes by both. Okay. She's her codename is Shadowcat, but whatever. Uh, you know, Kitty Pride. Yeah. Anyways, so she is in a room and she's being uh, menaced menaced by a giant alien behind her. Yep. Says, "Guess what just came down the chimney?" Oh no! Oh no! So we start off with uh, a splash of uh, storm. Though I do have to say. This book came out in March, so Marvel also fucking up. Ah, that's true. Actually, the yeah, the Captain yeah. Adam came out in March as well. Yeah, so you guys suck at this. You guys aren't very good. You guys are not good at planning. Yeah. All right. So um, logistics not your strong suit. So we we go back. Actually, this is like a first part as a flashback of Mar of Storm Storm apparently fighting the How we? Where's the name? The next page, maybe. Oh, see, now I got to I do the guided view. The Nagari? Nagari. Nagari. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like these creepy aliens. Alien bugs. Alien bugs that 
for some reason, uh, Storm is the only one that has to fight them. Yeah. But she fights them or whatever, and then not really... This is, this is all the way back from, like, 19... Uh, uh, issue 96 that yes, this happens. Well. So she fights them and whatever, and they just leave, like, the wreckage of this Nagari ship, just, like, on Earth, and no one ever cleans it up. It just happens to be around by where the X-Men is, because basically Storm yeah. uses, like, her gigantic lightning powers. Yeah, to just destroy this thing. But, like, nobody ever goes to clean up the shit, so it just sits there for a really long time, and then Professor X is just like, it's fine. But it wasn't, because all of a no. sudden, out of the wreckage, years later... Comes a monster. A monster. A demon who looks like basically a xenomorph. Yeah. From Alien. Yeah. So, now we get uh, a young couple. Yeah. Doing what young couples do. Going uh, to cut down a Christmas tree. Going to cut down a tree and he's like... Do people do that still? I've never done it. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's always been like, go to a Christmas tree lot or just buy a fake tree. Going to cut cut down a tiny tree, apparently, you want to give it to Captain Adam. Yeah, uh, they are, because it's about the same size as his. But, like, I didn't realize, like, I mean, maybe that's a thing if you live closer to trees. Yeah. yeah. So apparently sure. they just drive out to, you know, Westchester, wherever they're at. Yeah, and they're just like, hey, we're going to just walk into the forest and cut down a tree, and it's going to be our tree. Because the woman's like, hey, why don't we, like, go and get, like, a tree? Yeah. You know? And he's like, no, we have plenty of time to get one from a Christmas tree lot, you know, this is our first Christmas together. It's going to be special. I'm going to cut down this tree for you. I'm going to think naughty thoughts about you. We're going to have the sex underneath our tiny tree. Well, here's the thing, the way that, like, because he's like, I think very naughty thoughts, because, like, she's like, oh, you're sweet. And he's like, I think very naughty thoughts. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, what? And for a second, I thought that he was going, because he hears, they hear a noise, Mm -hmm. and I thought he was going to, like, find a space for them to fuck. In the snow. In the snow. And then, you know, but after I read closer, I was like, oh, that's (laughs) That would be horrible. But, uh... Uh, but he's like, oh, no, I'll go... That's just... She's like, what is it? He's like, oh, it's just a noise, no big deal. And, like, he goes to find it, and it's the alien, which kills him immediately, and then kills his wife, girlfriend, friend. Eats his body, eats his soul. And they just, like, you know, sucks the life out of both of them. Yeah. That's, that's what you have for going in the woods. Yep, see? This is why we stay where civilization is. Yeah, stay inside, especially when it's fucking snow out. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, but at the mansion... Uh, Professor X is talking to Kitty Pride about like her lessons on how to start the jet or something. Yeah, because the Blackbird, she's like, "Hey, you should like learn how to do this and stuff because you need to be well rounded." Right. And she's like, "I'm 13." Sigh. Yeah, it's ridiculous that she's 13. By the yeah. way, oh yeah, uh, because there's a part later that really upsets me that she's 13. So uh, Angel shows up and he's like, "Hey, Professor, time to go or whatever." Yeah, and. and She's like, great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. So you you guys don't get to hear the uh, pages rustling. No, not this time. Not this time. She's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And he's like, oh, okay, well, it's time to go. And so everybody's standing by the door. Wolverine's there with his girlfriend. Yeah, he's there with his girlfriend. He's introducing her to everybody. It's his uh, Mariko. Yeah, and like. His, uh, his, his, his girlfriend who's going to die soon. Yeah. Because yeah, all his girlfriends die. Soon. And then, um... Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler shows up with, like, I'm assuming... It looks like a piece of holly, but I'm assuming that's mistletoe. Yeah. And he, like, gives her... He's like, hey, it's been so long. He, like, gives her a kiss on the cheek. And, like, Wolverine just, like, tries to literally take his head off with his claws. Yeah, like, Wolverine He's just like, how dare you? Fuck you! Don't tell That's my chick! Blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, that is a red flag. <laughs> he's like, back off, elf! And I'm like, dude! No wonder she's gonna die. Does Wolverine kill her? 
I mean, she, she, I think she gets killed by association. You're gonna you know. die, bitch! Run! Run! Run, bitch! Run! Run, bitch! Run! Like you're just gonna get killed because because he loses his shit. And it's like he I know that he gets berserk for rage. That is a bad sign. If you were with a guy and like a friend comes up and goes, "Hey, how's it going?" Mama, and kisses you on the cheek, and your boyfriend almost takes his goddamn head off, break up with that guy. Because that's a bad sign. <laughs> and she doesn't really, doesn't phase her at all. She's like, oh, okay. And Professor X is like, what the hell? And everybody's like, Man, like Colossus is there too. And he's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? It was okay. And then Professor X gets, gets in his head and he's like, Logan, you have no chill. What yeah, the hell? He's like, what's wrong with you? And Logan, of course, is wearing like the most 70s outfit. Because yeah, he's, he's wearing like a bolo tie and like one of those like, Southwestern type jackets that has like four pockets. He, like a, he, on actually, it. he actually kind of looks like an oil tycoon. He does because he even he looks like, like a Duke cowboy. Bonav- he looks like Duke Bonaventure. <laughs> Oz Bonaventure. Oz Bonaventure. Yeah, because he even puts out a fight. It's like he even puts out a white cowboy hat. Like Oz Bonaventure made all his money of boiled denims. <laughs> and, but it, and they're like, and he's like, man, I, I thought I'd, I was over the rage, but I guess I'm never over the rage. And oh well, I'm just gonna take this soon to be dead woman with me. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> that's what he said. Soon to be dead woman. Oh, you're gonna die soon, right? Come on, So, like, of course, Kitty Bride is just like, oh, I'm gonna take this mistletoe and I'm gonna put it over Colossus's head and I'm gonna kiss him on the cheek and I'm gonna call him sexy. But I'm only 13. And Colossus is like 9,000. <laughs> he's at 9,000. I don't think he's that old. I know he's not that old. But she's 13. She's 13, and he is obviously a grown man. Mm-hmm. And he, like, blushes when she kisses him. And that is gross. Yeah. Like, if she was, like, 17... You'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, alright, you're gonna turn 18 soon, whatever. You just kissed him on the cheek. You are 13! Gross! Yeah. You should be kissing 13-year-old boys. And Professor X is like... Not 27-year-old And I like the Professor... I like the Professor X is just like, meh! Professor's like, it's totally okay. It's cool. It's not you know. okay. Well, he's got, like, Nightcrawler in there. He's got Storm and They're all, you know, studying. Nightcrawler's weird as shit. So he's probably like, meh, could be worse. <laughs> Meet your future wife. Could you imagine all the fucking that goes on in that mansion? I mean, with all the young, unbridled hormones... Make it, make galloping it. around. Yeah, how come we haven't thought about? about well, they, I think they. I mean, I mean they kind of do, but and you know, and you know, Professor X is like, let's check and see how everybody's doing. Oh God, <laughs> oh God, everybody's fucking. How does Professor X not like hear all of them like mentally thinking about fucking each other? I don't know. He's because he's very good at being a telepath. He's the world's strongest telepath. Yeah, I know, but. So he's pretty good at like just being like, all right, blocking shit out. I can make a small island and then (laughs) just do make it like it's very small, make the world very small, very small. (laughs) You focus on one thing. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So uh, Storm shows up and she's like, "All right, professor, it's time to go." I like that. Actually, you can see uh, Colossus picking up Professor X's chair. Yeah, he just like carries because he's like, "I was like, I'm so strong. I'll just carry you outside." Yeah. You know, because they're going... I, I don't know where they're going. I know, they're going somewhere, and everybody leaves. Angel's off to fuck his girlfriend, who he hasn't seen in a long time. Because he's in the Defenders, kind of, at this time, too. And he's like, I haven't Maybe seen you. You might know. not see me until Easter. So, like, I guess he's going to fuck. a lot of fucking. he's going to fuck for an entire... For two... For four months. Yes. Six months. He's a, he's taking a lot of Viagra. This <laughs> is kind of like... I got this raging heart on. I go, fine. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I know what, I know what, <laughs> so Angel, you go, fuck, eat, fuck, laundry, fuck, 
It's like he's fucking Walt doing all of those things. We gotta find out what, what, what was going on in the past like six months for uh, for Warren here. Yeah. What if he was fucking those like six months? I'm sure. And so she's like, bye. She's all alone. And, and she has her Star of David on because she's Jewish. And she's like, oh, you know, this is like the first Hanukkah I've ever spent without my parents. I should probably call them and wish them a happy Hanukkah. Yeah. But her parents don't answer because her parents hate her. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, probably not. So then we, like, and then the phone rings, and it's fucking... Cyclops. Cyclops, who nobody likes. <laughs> That's why, it's probably why everybody left. They were like, he's gonna call. Nobody be here. Because, like, the phone just broke in, and the first is like, Scott. <laughs> Don't, no one answer Wait, it. Wait, nobody, no, no, no. <laughs> nobody answer <laughs> Don't want to. He's just going to be. Shows, he's, he's like, don't touch that phone. Because he's just going to be. You know, Wolverine's like. Slicing <laughs> the phone lines. They're like, finally, Logan. <laughs> You've used your claws for good. He's just, he, cause he's just sitting there, like, not answering. Because, you know, he's just, he's just going to call white about Gene. Yeah, shut it. No one wants to hear. Scott. Nobody, nobody wants to hear you talk. Nope. Anyway, so we show him. And for whatever reason, he's like. He calls to be, to be like, oh, it's weird that everybody left you alone, but I just want to call say Merry Christmas. And he's like on a somewhere uh and then he like walks up to a sailor and he's like hey can i get work on this boat but the sailor happens to be a girl Ugh. you're a girl oh my god you've got a vagina yeah <laughs> are you g gray i'm sad yeah your vagina reminds me of gene because gene had a vagina <laughs> and he just cries oh fuck you cyclops mm-hmm. anyway so basically uh cyclops kitty decides to... She's bored. She's bored. And it's funny because she decides to put on her costume. I know. You know? Like, you would like, think that, like, a 13-year-old girl would just, like, watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or do something. Paint her nails. Something. Talk on the phone Read, read Tiger Beat. Yeah. The 80s. Listen to some uh, David Cassidy records. Or sure. Loggins and Messina. Yeah. You know, listen to, you know, uh, Rod Stewart uh, as Captain Adam. <laughs> It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, Captain Adam album. I know. Like I don't know what she's. Uh, she's like, no, I'm gonna go like turn on the danger room, even though I'm not supposed to do it unsupervised, and like do workouts and complain about like why I have to work out because it's dumb. I shouldn't have. But to. she's gonna be so fit. She's gonna be like, I'm gonna be like a female Schwarzenegger. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, thirteen year old Schwarzenegger, and then she hears like an alarm. Oh, our cat. She's very excited about something. What is it, sweetheart? Leela, what you hear? Guys, this is fascinating. You guys want to know what car cat's listening to? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She's just meowing at stuff. Well. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so like, <laughs> Kitty Pride's like, whoa, what was that alarm? And she, she, goes, she goes upstairs and says, it finds that it's like in apparently Storm's room or whatever. And Storm's like. It has like. A, she has like plants and they're all dead. Dead plants. And there's goo. And it's. Oh, it's the alien. He just it's the alien. In. He's here. He busted in. And so literally, so basically. Okay, so basically we get like third, like probably about a lot, a lot of pages. I'm just, we, can, we can't go through this because a lot of it's just yeah. her being like, "Oh, I gotta figure it's, out." It's a lot of her thinking to herself. It's, it's basically it's all it's all it is is her thinking to herself about how she has to get away from this monster. She's gotta outsmart this alien because apparently this it seems really smart and it can figure out what she's trying to do. So it's just all because she's running through walls and like just like running through the mansion. And she's phasing thing. through walls and it's just bursting through stuff. It's yeah. fucking, it's fucking up the mansion. The it hardcore. Really and so like, there's nobody else there. Apparently there's no other. I mean, I, I thought there was more people in this mansion. I thought so, but I guess no one but her is there, which is weird. And so like, it's, it's kind of seeing and she's trying to call, but she can't get to the phone because it keeps like 
fucking her up. And so she's running, running, running. It kind of phases through her once and it kind of really like. Like, she, yeah, she can feel its claws even though she like phases out. Which is kind of creepy. She tricks it into going into the danger room. It still catches up with her. There's fighting. There's fire. Yeah, it goes into the danger room and she tries to like attack it with whatever. It doesn't work. Things is, and it starts ripping up the floor. Yeah, it's really fucking up the danger room. So it does that, and it starts setting off all like these alarms, and it starts attacking and things. So like these things, you know, she's she's not good enough, like as a tactician, right, to like avoid all this shit. So she's got to like try to get out, and it's you know it's attacking her, and this alien is relentless. Yeah, so she's just running and running, and then so finally she makes her way to like the hangar. Hangar where they have the X-Men ship. Where the Blackbird. the Blackbird is. And so she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get on the ship and then take off, I guess. But then she has this idea where she's not going to take off. She's going to wait till it gets close enough and then burn it to death with the engine. Because she figures for some reason that it doesn't like fire. Mm-hmm. Well, not many things do. Not many things do. <laughs> um that is a reasonable deduction for most things. Most aliens don't like fire. I actually do remember in the Aliens arcade game, you have a flamethrower and you just burn the shit out of things. Not That's a sweet game, by the way. It was I like, remember that game. But you wait, do but do you know what I'm talking about? Wait, well, you got the like thing and you go. But it's, go, not, ah! it's not. It's not. The, it's not the first person shooter. Oh no! I was there there the was a side scroller shooter. that they made okay, that was yeah, based yeah. on the second movie where you're a Ripley and you just fucking like walked around with a flamethrower and a fucking. Big ass gun and just oh, shot no. it. I was talking about the first person shooter. I miss. I miss, actually, I would love that. I don't. I man, that game was dope as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if, if it's available somewhere, I need it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was ported anywhere, but uh, but that's basically you know what's kind of what happens here. And she's like, oh, I gotta figure out how to set the end. And it's ironic because you know she's in the Blackbird. She's trying to remember how to start the Blackbird because in the very beginning. Doctor yeah, Professor X is like he's, like he's like he's like we'll go over the initiation sequence because you need to know this and she's right. like and it just happens to be well that's like thing. as I was reading that I was like is this like she's in the danger room and she doesn't realize it is Th- this that's what that's what I thought too because did Professor X do this because he knew this is what was, she was going to do so he's making her like start up the Blackbird because that's what we were at the beginning yeah that's what I was thinking as I was reading this so it gets close enough and she nukes the fuck out of it with some engines. Nukes the fuck off with some engines. Like, really? And then, like, trashes the, the Blackbird. Because because basically, it's, it, she didn't open the hangar. Yeah. So the Blackbird is just, like, crashing into shit. Yeah, it just goes, like, right into the fucking thing, and it breaks. And then she gets out, and she's like, oh, it's so hot, I'm just going to walk on this air. Because she could do that, apparently. Yeah, and then the alien comes to, like, claw her in the face. Because it's still not dead. And then, all of a sudden, we just cut to... We get her almost getting clawed in the face, and then we cut to... Cut to, uh... Professor is coming, coming It's home. still night. Oh, it's so, still night. Same so they night. left in the evening, and then apparently there was... Coming home the same night. Roadblocks and stuff because the alien killed people. Oh, that's right. So basically the town was like, hey, uh, you know, it's happening around the mansion. Uh, you know, weird shit's happening, so yeah. nobody's leaving. Yeah. So... So Professor X goes home with who's this guy? Oh, that's uh, is that Colossus? No, yeah, it's Colossus. He looks small. It's Peter. He does look small, actually. That's why like... I was like, that can't be Colossus. He looks tiny. Like, did he shrink? Did he? Yeah. Like, stop having juice. Yeah. 
So they're like, oh, something's wrong. And, and Professor X is like, all right, Colossus, go look. Storm, you just stand by this car. Yeah, he makes you stand by Which, the car. Which, Storm's like, Protect one, the of, car. one of the strongest X-Men out there. And you're like, just stand by that car. <laughs> Sending Colossus instead. Uh, but And then she's just sitting there. And mind you, the last time we saw her, she was about to get her face clawed off by an alien. But she's just sitting in an armchair, like, with her hair in a towel. Yeah, she just took a shower. And, she's like, and for some reason she yawns, but it's like it's written in a different yeah, lettering. Like written yawn. <laughs> yawn. It's like, oh, hey, Peter, I'm so glad you're back. And then Professor X is like, hey, we left to go get your parents so you guys can have Hanukkah together. Wait, so that was the whole thing along? Yeah, yeah. He went to go get her parents. But, wait. That's why they left. They went to go get her parents so they could have Hanukkah. But that was to be a surprise. Yeah. Oh. She didn't know that. That's why I guess I didn't know I didn't did I, did I did, was that mentioned before? No. That's where you find out here. But so but they made it so he was going to take her they were, I thought they were going on some sort of trip. Well, I think that's what they told her, but I think what they actually did is just go get her parents and bring them back. Oh. That's what I that's what I assume happened because all of a sudden her parents are there and like he, he doesn't Professor X say something like Professor X is like uh, how how do you feel about this or whatever or no her parents walk in and she's like oh my god it's you guys it's like dad you grew a beard and then it's like I'm so glad you could make it your trip both can make the trip uh, your presence has done wonders for Kitty's morale I'm like what they just got there yeah. I mean, yeah, she's probably happy, and she's like, oh. But of course, like, everybody's having punch and stuff, and she's still, and this is when Storm finally walks up to her. Now, they haven't, they weren't, no one was home except for her, and now there's this punch, there's a punch bowl, so obviously people had to take the time to do these things. To make punch, or maybe it was already in the freezer. Oh, maybe. Fridge, maybe they were like, hey. they were planning for it, but like, then she finally, like, Storm is probably like, hey, so why are my plants dead? And she's like, so I kind of trashed the entire mansion. Yeah. Here's and the no thing. one noticed it. Here's the thing. I thought she like, I mean, the mansion must be huge because is there a part like of the mansion? Like, didn't they? I mean, I felt like they went through like the entire she place. Did. She did. She so went, like the stairs and everything. She even went to where the phone was, which was right by the front door. Remember that? Yeah. Where she went back to that phone and the thing came through the door. But apparently it was fine later. I don't know. I guess not. Whatever. There's. Nobody seemed to notice all the damage that she did to the mansion somehow. Yeah. And apparently you can still it's still structurally sound and you it's good enough that people could drink punch in it. Horse shit. Yeah. And it's so st- I guess what happened was as the evil alien was clawing towards its feet, it was already dying and it just like crumbled the dust and it's right before it clawed her in the face. And basically it's like, uh, oh, this was a test of her abilities because she's Kitty Pride and Oh, isn't it great? Hoo ha hoo ha. She passed. Yay, keep right. Um, because Storm's like, what happened to my plants? And she's like, well, there's this alien. She's like, are you mad? Yeah. And she's like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm proud of you? Storm's like, god damn it, all my plants are dead. <laughs> like, I had all these plants, I was trying to do shit. And my plants, and they're dead. You know, there's this, you know, Peter's over here drinking punch. Who knows where fucking Nightcrawler is? Oh, I don't even know what happened to him. Wolverine. Yeah, where'd Wolverine go? Wolverine went to go kill that woman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's going to go bury her in a ditch. 
<laughs> with his, his terrible temper. He's gonna, she's gonna be like, you know what? I don't like coffee. I like tea. And he's gonna be like, tea! And then, like, slice her face off. <laughs> slice. Yeah, she's gonna, like... It's gonna be like that she's scene... She's gonna have to go talk to the barista to, like, you know, ask for her order, and Wolverine's gonna get jealous and, like, stab everybody in the Starbucks. <laughs> oh, have a happy Christmas. Slice. Run, bitch. Run, bitch. Run, bitch, run. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope they're at a restaurant. The waiter's like, I would, would you like some dessert, ma'am? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, that's okay, because you're sweet enough. And then Wolverine just slices the guy's face off. And hers. He goes, and hers. Yeah. He goes full OJ, even but in the restaurant. Yeah. And then he's like, how can I wear these gloves? I have these claws. And then the jury just lets him off. It's fine. If the gloves rip, you can't, you must acquit. <laughs> Yeah, <coughs> I hope I hope that's I hope that's the, the new X X FX yeah. thing. Yeah, about OJ. Yeah. Considering they show X Men like all the fucking time. Yeah, they should just have the only thing they show. They should just have him play OJ. Yeah, I would see that. Sure, who wouldn't? Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for. Hang on, oh, wait. Uh, I'm not saying anything. That's it for X Men number one, the Uncanny X Men number one forty three, uh, from March nineteen eighty. Uh, would you read the next issue? Nah, I mean, if somebody candidates me, sure. I'm not going to look it up. Search out for it. Yeah. I well, mean, it is the return of Cyclops, as it says. Oh. Then probably not. Mm. He shows up. He's like, yeah, I was on a ship. I'm on a boat. He's not going to come back. He's going to go have sex with the blonde lady he was surprised had a vagina. <laughs> You're on a Maybe boat? Maybe Jean Grey's not actually dead. Maybe she was just like, he didn't understand vaginas and like, she's out. Well, she's not. She's not dead. She's in a cocoon Comics. in the ocean. I think that's why he's on the boat because he's going to like try to find her on a cocoon him. in the ocean. Oh, yeah. She's, she's trying to hide from him because she's like, he really didn't understand vaginas. Yeah. That's basically what ends up happening is she becomes... Yeah. I, I needed to go somewhere where I could be by myself and enjoy my vagina. <laughs> because God knows he doesn't know what to do with it. Oh, Cyclops is just like, but I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Cyclops gets... Poor Cyclops. He really gets... Well, shaft. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, he in the movies... Oh, yeah. He gets, he gets fucking shafted. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was... Was he in... Uh, he was in first class? No. He, did they make a, mm-hmm. they allude to him in first class? I think they might have alluded to him. but I, I know Havoc was, was his brother. He, Havoc was, but I don't think he was. Huh. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think they alluded to him, yeah. Because I know, I know, you know Wolverine was in there. Yes, well, Wolverine is, you know, immortal. Stop it! Our cat. Oh my god, Tully, don't break those. I don't want to have to replace another blind. <laughs> Please, for the love of Christ, we are uh, never getting our deposit back because of you. This <laughs> <laughs> cat. Oh, he, he wants to eat because it's got, oh, for it's 19 minutes past five and therefore he is starving and has never had food before. Well, let's feed our cat. Let's, <laughs> let's feed our cat. <laughs> and get done with the show here. What's uh, okay. uh, Ibu? Oh, I would probably read the next issue anyways. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, if somebody, I'll give, if somebody, I would not search it out. But if someone gave it to me, I'd probably read it. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Um, great. 
Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, uh, and have a great holiday. Yeah. Happy Christmas, and we will be back next week. Yes. Uh, we'll do one for New Year's. Maybe we'll fix something out for New Year's. Yeah. Uh, for New Year's Eve episode. I know there's a Superman uh, issue of Superman. I don't know. Maybe I don't have it. I remember there being one, though, where him and Lois share some bubbly. I don't think we have that one. No, probably not. Okay. Um, but that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Where can and we find you? You can find me on Twitter at AngryHeroShawn, S-H-A-W-N. You can also find me on my Instagram with the same name. And my Tumblr, TheAngryHero.tumblr.com. And uh, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. JenStansfield.tumblr.com. JenStansfield.wordpress.com. And again, Merry Christmas. Happy Solstice, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, whatever you celebrate. Uh, it's all good. And all good, man. Happy, a, have a great holiday season. And also, uh, thank you to Sideshow Network for mm-hmm. uh, providing us with airspace. Uh, you can check them out, sideshownetwork.tv. And uh, they have a Twitter, of course, at Sideshow Network on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. and please go to iTunes, rate and review. Yay! Rate and review. Tell us if you uh, have any thoughts on Cyclops or <laughs> flaming hobo. Do you also hobo- hate <laughs> Cyclops or flaming hobo skin? You can you 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 got plenty to choose from this episode. Oh, so. always. Anyways, happy holidays, and we'll see you next time. Bye.